All right, we are live for the Wednesday edition of The Hangout. Excited to be back with the fellows. We got Mr. Andre in the middle, and to my right, we have Mr. Tom, the coming conflict and the broke capitalist, joining us today, as always, on Wednesdays. Gentlemen, how you guys doing, man? Doing great. Doing great. Fantastic. That's good, man. So, as always, we have a variety of subjects to uh, share our two cents on and just kind of give a different perspective on what we're being sold uh, as news by the mainstream pundits and all this chaos and the ultimately the crackdown on 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 truth that's what it boils down to and so of course tucker carlson we have brazil basically finding and banning telegram within the country and also there's some information i just sent you guys a moment ago talking about um more privacy type of features that they don't want us to have so we're going to touch on that and a, and a couple other things but uh, let's just jump on what I think is probably going to eventually make its way into mainstream news once more information is provided. But uh, we have President Xi and Zelensky, I guess, finally had their talk. And so this article here, as you see here, Xi and Zelensky talk at last. And so the words were chosen very carefully. And so I guess the words Russia and war were not mentioned in their dialogue. And so amongst other things, it seems very uh, interesting that this is happening at this current moment amongst all the other global peace deals and things of that nature. But, you know, what are you guys thinking of this? And is this something that will spill over into more of the move away from the Western dominance, a.k.a. the dollar or what? I haven't read the New York Times article. I've read other articles. Um, but I personally think this is this is uh, this goes hand in glove with former Vice President Joe Biden announcing he's going to run again for the presidency because you got to look at the biden crime family they're they are completely bought and sold they, they're they're completely bought by the ccp right yeah. so what a better way to humiliate america on the world stage at biden's expense and show biden who's in charge than have winnie the pooh xi jinping come in talk to president t-shirt over there in ukraine and come to some like harebrained scheme about peace which means absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think this is all at America's expense, and and I, it, in like the, the the grand chessboard like way of thinking about things, Ukraine is just like a like a mercenary. They 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 have no allegiances, no alliances. They're mm -hmm. up, they're they're for sale to the highest bidder. And to that point, to this point, it's been the United States. They're losing. Their their men and women are dying. Okay. Um, at least that's what we're being told. I don't know if you saw that article I sent you earlier about how like Kiev has more bars opening than ever and people are getting golden facials and it's like everybody's living the high life. So we'll just yeah. put that to the side. It's, it's weird. Uh -huh. But <laughs> so now America has risked risked her 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 treasure, risked her reputation on this failed proxy war. Mm -hmm. Because we talked about this before, like at no point are Russia and NATO slash America going to come together and sing Kumbaya and say, well, we've seen we've seen the error of our ways. We're going to move on. No, this is existential to Russia and America. Mm -hmm. We have declared Russia a terrorist state, more or less de facto. We have declared them that. And we've we've called for Putin's assassination time and time again. Uh, freaking Lindsey Graham and his gay lover, gay lover Sean Hannity, get on and talked about this every night for the first few weeks of this war, right? Yeah. So, so Russia can't just step back and say like, "Oh, you know what? We see where we screwed up. You see where you screwed up. Let's shake hands." No, this is existential for both parties because if NATO loses, and, and this would be NATO losing, then that is a defeat to NATO, and then that immediately takes America off its perch as the world superpower. And I think this whole Xi and uh, Zelensky meeting talk thing, I understand they're framing it because the um, the Chinese ambassador to France basically said none of the post-Soviet states have any real rights and they weren't legitimate or whatever. That's what they're mm -hmm. framing it as. But what I think is actually happening is Xi is seizing on the opportunity where Biden is now injecting himself back into the fray for the, the the race for the presidency and they own him and they're just they're just flexing their muscle 
because I truly believe we have this fifth column in this country that is sold out to the CCP. They don't care about this nation. They don't care about our constitution. They don't care about our founding documents. They will sell us out to the CCP if it means more digits in their bank accounts. And that's exactly what's happening right now. This is G swooping in to humiliate America, my opinion. Fair enough. What do you think, Mr. Andre? Well, I, I didn't read the, that article either. It was behind mm-hmm. the pay, paywall, but I did notice that you said the word Russia and war wasn't mentioned during mm-hmm. the conversation. I'm like, uh, but what what the hell are they talking about? Like, I mean, <laughs> like you go out of your way to say, well, we ain't talking about Russia or war. But yeah. I mean, if I was talking to somebody from Ukraine at the grocery store, I'm gonna talk about Russia and war. So why mm-hmm. wouldn't the leader of Ukraine and China, who's buddy buddy with Russia, not talk about Russia and war? So I don't get out a lot of credence, but I do agree with Tom that it's kind of a slap in the face to Biden, who. I don't know. Is he is the guy immortal? Is he a robot? How's he gonna run in twenty running in twenty twenty four? I would think somebody in his family would like be like, dude, all right, we got away with one. You own life support. <laughs> I, I mean, you, how are you gonna get to twenty twenty four? Let alone run a country. So there's right. no way you will ever convince me that Biden is in control. I, I just. He may not even be in control of his bowel movements, man. Like this guy, <laughs> there's no like, oh, let, I believe in Biden. He, there's nothing about Biden that ooh, strength, competency, leadership, nothing. So right. yeah, if I was Zelensky, and since he is like up for the highest bidder, hey, Russia's close, China's closer. I mean. China's close, Russia's closer. Maybe I'll just, you know, turn my back on NATO and the U.S. Why not? I mean, they losing. According, well, according to mainstream, they're winning. According right. to everybody else on YouTube, they're losing. So, <laughs> you know, who do you trust, right? Right. Good point. Guys- and so, I, I go ahead. Just real quick. So, I had a chance to, I had a chance to thumb through both art or the that primary article, get some of the, you know, the key gist of what was going on there, and. As I mentioned beforehand, before we went live, you know, I don't think G is doing this out of the kindness of his heart because he actually cares about world peace and want to really bring, you know, change to the world from the standpoint of helping other nations. It's more so, and even Zelensky in his little tweet here that he put out earlier at the very end, it says, you know, we'll give a powerful impetus to the development of our bilateral relations. And so the whole bilateral relations plays into the best interest of both those countries when it comes to trade. And so as of right now, uh, China is, or, or Ukraine, or China was Ukraine's biggest trade partner. Ukraine, yep. And so up into the whole war situation. So they depend upon them for iron ore, as well as I think barley, if I'm not mistaken. And all that has come to a halt for the most part during this war. And of course, China has you know, more than a billion plus people that they got to feed and take care of. So it's good to say that G's operate in the best interest of his own people rather than just, you know, doing it for the right. sake of, you know, the Russians and things of that nature. And as I mentioned, also Ukraine being dab slap in the middle, middle of the one belt one road initiative, they got to come together. And so that that whole plan can continue is, you know, to run smoothly somehow, some way. So it's a lot bigger than, you know, <laughs> what, what they are leading us to believe. But anyway, go ahead. Tom, what you saying? No, absolutely. You, you, you bring up a good point. Um, but I, I'll, I'll just cap that. G does not care about his people. Like the idea that the CCP cares about Beijing, the old hundred names, the, the the Chinese MAGA, I guess you could say, they just the Chinese man and woman. That that's that's just nonsensical. They don't. They're a murderous dictatorship. Like mm-hmm. CCP isn't like even they're not even like the EU. They they do not care. They have no concern about the people except for to extract whatever labor they can produce to and okay the the term bilateral relations you just brought up that is always used by these countries especially the BRICS countries and it's talking about like 
what labor and, and services can we produce in exchange for what you produce without mm -hmm. any consideration as to how that is going to enslave the people that they're using to produce those goods and services. So I just wanted to make that caveat real quick. Right. But absolutely, you're right, because um, Zelensky, I believe last week or something, he, he no, it might have been this week. He made some comment of like the best way for the West to go about sanctioning and embargoing Russia is to force all of their LNG and natural gas trade to go through Ukraine and nothing else will be accepted by the EU. And now that's being taken up by Ursula van der Leyen as like a like a serious consideration, like we're not going to accept any LNG or any natural gas unless it goes through Ukraine. Now they're talking to China. And like you said, it is the connecting point for the one belt, one road. So this is this is neocolonialism. Like mm -hmm. it's what it is. It's exactly what it is. China's coming in and and they're they're buying up resources, they're buying up favors, they're buying up politicians. And Ukraine right now is a rogue actor. It's like, are they gonna go with the West or are they gonna go with China? And maybe we're not privy to how deep that that coin flip could go. And maybe that's yeah. why this is happening right now. Possibly. I don't know. Yeah. And speaking of which, uh, could we, we talked about this, you know, a couple of weeks ago when uh G met with Putin and they mentioned about changes coming that hasn't been seen in a hundred years, yada, yada, yada. And so several weeks later, you know, the whole 12 point plan, which is right here. And as I mentioned beforehand, you know, it was first put out there in the public back in February, but you know, with these 12 you know, main points here, they're very generic in nature. <laughs> and so it's not really much of a plan other than just something you would submit to any country that's in a military war with another country. Like, you know, let's all come together, kumbaya. But after thumbing through some of these little points here, it's all slanted in China's interests. Like they're wanting to get involved and help because of, as you mentioned, you know, how it impacts their economy as well as their plans for the future. And that's the only reason why I'd imagine they're so pressed with making peace in the Middle East, especially as well as with Ukraine. And I assume it has something to do with the BRICS and all the stuff that's probably coming in the future. They probably want a nice, smooth and calm environment perhaps when they roll out some type of alternative for the world to uh, participate in, because they want everybody to be involved, excluding the G7 nations, perhaps, or not sure if you guys had a chance to see that just as of this past yesterday, I think it was the information out of the South Africa saying that the BRICS have about 19 countries that are expressing interest of which 13 we know about and six are just, you know, floating the idea out there. And I was wondering like what six countries that are anonymous as of now, that might be floating their name out there for wanting to join the bricks too. So it could be some G seven nations is what I'm getting at. So we'll, we'll find yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. I love, I, I, I would, agree. man, that day we, we find out Mexico is in the BRICS nation. <laughs> 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 it's one of the BRICS nations. How are you talking hey, about? Hey, can you guys hear me? We're Ooh. really chugging right now. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. So on my side, it says unstable connection on your side. But I, we, I can hear you. You were froze for a moment. You're you're back now. You're there, but it, you, it looks like you're Mike choppy. Andre. Uh oh, yeah, you can't hear. I can hear you. Uh oh, looking like one of those uh, claymation cartoons right now. Christmas, <laughs> watch over Christmas. <laughs> so, Ty, if you're there, we can hear you. Just can't see you, or we yeah. can see you, but you're froze. Yeah, you're frozen. So we'll we'll get them on there. Okay. There you go. There you, there you go. go. There you go. You're back. Did I disappear? Or did you guys disappear? So you guys me, me, and, me and Andre was still here. You were frozen. All right. So we're here. So, so back. So watch this. So you hear as of now. So let's let's, let's 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 conclude this G Zelensky talk. You know what do you think is gonna come from this? We'll we'll we'll. All of a sudden, Xi flips script and go towards the east and all of a sudden want to talk to Putin and sit down and come up with some type of deal. Or is the West globalist right now on the phone trying to butter him up and say, don't don't fall for that bait track. Don't fall for that trap. We still you know, got plans for your country. You owe us. We've been sending you billions per month. <laughs> you owe us or, or, or something might happen to you. You know, <laughs> What do you guys think? Hey, I, would not be, I would not be surprised 
at all if he flipped the script and started taking money from China and Russia. Because, hey, Russia might be like, hey, man, the ruble's backed in gold. You just with the dollars backed by nothing, you know. <laughs> come come to where's you know, get away from that fiat currency and come on over here. Why not? I mean, if like I said last week or last time we were on here, like why would you if you had a savings account and you and you earn your money in pesos and you gotta you know tra- trade in your pesos for dollars to put it into a IRA type of account. Why would you do that if you can do it in gold, something stable, something, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if that option's on the table, I'm like, why not? And like you said, the, the belt road is right there. They're going mm-hmm. through Montenegro and all those other countries, what I believe is further south. But that yeah. road is going through Eastern Europe. So it makes sense to do it because what doesn't make sense is our involvement in Ukraine. What would make sense is China's involvement in Ukraine. I mean, that just it makes sense. But our involvement doesn't doesn't make sense. Right. I unless I you're looking admit. to dump money, which makes a ton of sense. Like if you're just trying to dump money somewhere into a war that can't and won't be won, Ukraine makes all the sense in the world for the United States. You know, not for me and you, but for those who, who trying to just you know launder money somewhere, Ukraine makes all the sense in the world. But yeah, the world's crazy. So yeah, we'll see. What are you saying, Tom? I, I will Is definitely admit Sorry. that, like that, like it's like I, I hate communism. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, I'll definitely admit that I'm biased. Like I absolute, I absolutely hate communism. I absolutely hate the CCP. I absolutely hate like the, the 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 oppression that these other countries, these people live under. I'll admit that I'm biased in that. And I'll also admit that I'm hypocritical in the fact that like I hate the American like military industrial complex and all the evil that it does. But for some reason, like I have this thought in my mind, like I would much rather have America as a hegemon doing the terrible things that it does than have China or Russia in that in that place. So I guess I, I, just, I just want to put that out there. Like I'm biased in that reason. But if I'm Ukraine and Andre's saying like, oh, I could go to Russia and it, the ruble has pegged to gold or whatever, or China where you they, they encourage their citizens to buy gold, there's also capital controls. You, the US dollar is the most liquid currency in the planet it's not like you can just take rubles build up 10 bajillion dollars worth of rubles in a russian bank account and then export them and on a forex exchange into america that doesn't happen it doesn't happen in china either because if it did all of the 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 russian people and the chinese people would be sending their money off mm-hmm. and 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 bankrupting the country because it's these are not nice places to live they're authoritarian maybe they're not maybe they're not like North Korea level, but they're still not America. There is no rule of law. There is none, none of this. So I think that is again, Ukraine is corrupt, but these people aren't stupid. They're probably looking at like, how can I buy my house in Malibu or in Venice more easily with rubles, with yuan, or with USD? Right. And I think that at the very base layer of this conversation with G and Zelensky, it's G trying to give a black eye to Biden, but Zelensky also trying to give a black eye to Biden saying like, Hey, look, I can go over here to China. You better give me some more money. I need another piece of <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Exactly. And that, and I'm just going to say this right here and right now, I do not believe this war is happening the way we think it is. And I think that it's all a bunch of crap. Just saying that right now. I want to put that on the air, right? I I would be I would I would go along with that as well. Until until the, the fact that so many people are going over there in the midst of all this chaos, world leaders meeting there, actors meeting there. Come on now, like how bad can it be? I'm sure close to the border it may not be it may not be you know friendly, but into the country, I imagine life is probably going on as normal. But it is what it is, man. So we'll wait and see. But uh, so let's jump into I guess what's happening with uh, Tucker Carlson. And so he was uh, let go, of course, fired. Yep. Oh, yep. 
You still there? Yep. Yep. I can see you. Yeah. He was fired. Apparently informed 10 minutes before, <laughs> you know, the public was made aware of it. And so, of course, he's taking a lot of heat for being a, more of a truth teller, in my opinion. But, you know, is this why is this so timely, in your guys' opinion? Well, I, I think this is, as they say, who said it? it's a Kevin Hart said it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. So you get before he got fired, you get all these banks dropping. I think mm-hmm. today. Um, First Republic is uh, First Republic still still in business. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they may not be by they may not be by next week, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> you got that. You got um, Trump's indictment. You got this. People are starting to kind of figure out about this Ukraine thing. Uh, everybody outside of mainstream media has questioned and pretty much dismissed the beer virus that we went through well Mm -hmm. at least the solutions to the beer virus so tucker carson was not one to tow the the line or in other words he wasn't just going to spew the narrative he doesn't Mm -hmm. have a history of just reading from a prompter like everybody else on you know hear your talking points hear your parameters stay in your lane be a pretty face or a handsome face and just you know, spew these points for our audience. Tucker, mm-hmm. ain't no telling what you're going to... I know, like, when he got those tapes of the uh, January 6th uh, commit, you know, that that protest um, or insurrection, whatever, whatever side of the aisle you're on, I know people up top were like, what is going on? You're supposed to have control over this narrative, and you got this maverick in there disrupting stuff we got too much important things coming down the pipeline such as the dollar going off the uh uh reserve standard mm-hmm. losing that status uh all this stuff they're planning to do to trump which is just highly unethical because you, you're using the doj to go after your political opponent and you could rest assured Carlson would, I mean, Tucker Carlson would be that one guy on cable news that will call a spade a spade. And that's just not, you can't kill a guy, right? Because then, <laughs> then it's it's obvious. Like you're trying to spotlight on him, make him a martyr. So you just try and disassociate yourself from him. Now, there's a calculated risk there. The risk is he's going to become bigger than Fox. Because mm-hmm. he was the face of Fox. As soon as he left, they lost a billion dollars. So, but you want to keep the people who religiously watch Fox News, mm-hmm. they're probably not going to go nowhere. A lot of them not going to go anywhere. Tucker Carlson's people are going to follow him. But if you're watching Hannity and Laura Ingram, you're not going nowhere. You're, you're in that bubble of the Republicans are right, Democrats are wrong, America's the greatest place in the world without sin. You know, mm-hmm. th- those type of people, they'll stay with Fox, but free thinking people, people who question the narrative, they will likely follow Carlson Tucker mm-hmm. and Fox will continue to lose, bleed money, in my opinion. Right. Now, with this whole Tucker Carlson firing, is he the, uh, is he one of, I, cause I, my, I admit, I don't, I don't watch the news, mainstream news as much just because I'm trying to stay plugged into a variety of sources other than just what we're told from them. But is, is he one of the last quote unquote truth tellers, conservative, you know, gentlemen that outspoken that tells it like it is, or are there anybody else out there? that's like, you know, somebody you'll see if you were running on the treadmill in the gym type mainstream guy, you know what I'm saying? Is there any, anybody else out there? Or he's the last one. In no. my opinion, he's the last one. Like you had, like you have right wing pundits, Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're just going to toe the party line. Like, even, like, the five, because I'll watch them every now and then. Um, it's like a – I don't want to call them disingenuous because I, I know they believe in what they believe, and Gutfield is really – he's really good. And he'll say – he hasn't said anything to me that will pique anyone's interest. Like, what What? what do you say? You, you know what I mean? But Nothing to get him fired. Tucker has – and mm-hmm. I believe he will like continue to do so. And if you look, I always say, follow the money. Mm-hmm. Who owns Fox? 
I think was it BlackRock has Black a pretty Rock. big share in them now. Mm-hmm. Uh, increase their share, and eventually, all this stuff is gonna people are gonna start looking at BlackRock as the if you want to call them evildoer, <laughs> uh, George Bush, the evildoer they are. I mean, they they control so much of our life, including the narrative, right? Yeah. And so eventually, you're gonna have a Carlson Tucker along with people on the internet, the alternative media, starting to point fingers at BlackRock, right? So and here's here's a quick list. Yeah, they just here's got a quick list of, of like BlackRock's, you know, right ownership in a lot of these companies here. I'm not I'm sure they might have small stakes in the companies, but they spread their tentacles far and wide to make sure that they're able to have a say so in a lot of uh in a lot of companies that uh, are necessities for our everyday lives for the most part. So uh, not surprising one bit. <laughs> what are you saying, Tom? Well, this this whole Tucker Carlson firing thing is it is not coincidental. This is <laughs> um, this is definitely uh, a strategic move. Like Andre was saying, like the people who watch Fox News will probably continue to watch Fox News. However, there's a caveat in that these people, the Boomer generation, the people who don't get on Rumble, get on YouTube you know read independent news websites mm-hmm. they put the news on in the background and that's it and they they listen to it passively tucker carlson was the only voice that could break through and bring because because his team would look like january 6th stuff uh covid stuff J- rfk all of these niche things that all of us know about but the normies don't know about he was able right. to break through that and make the regime, make the establishment react to him. Mm-hmm. Tucker was able to make the machine react to him, and that's why they were gunning for him. Now that he's gone, I do agree that it will be better for Tucker, like Andre said. But from what I'm reading is they paid him out for the next two years. So for all intents and purposes, he's still employed by Fox, I guess you could say. He can't go out mm. and do anything. It takes him off the bench for the presidential mm. uh, election this coming year. Wow. And that's all that matters to these people. And then wow. let me give you let me give you a hot take, right? They fired Don Lemon too the same day, and they fired Nate Silver the next day. These are leftists. Why do you care? Because they want to cut out the extremes on either side, what they call the extremes. Anything that's not in line with the approved regime narrative, that is all that will be tolerated. You will listen to this. You will listen to the same thing said in a different way by every pundit on every network. And if we have any any suspicion that they're going to go off the party line, off the plantation, you're done. You just got Tucker Carlson. You got Don Lemon. You're out. And I think that's what's happening right now. They are just like the banks. The banks are consolidating. They're consolidating media. They are running us right into the slaughterhouse. And they're they're taking away the people that stood in front of the machine that were able because like this, this, this radical Marxism, the way that we've been protected from it. And maybe a lot of us don't realize this is through sunlight and exposure. And Tucker Carlson being on Fox News and being able to drive that narrative when the Biden regime would do these crazy things, he would bring them up and talk about it on a show. And then all of a sudden they had to react and they would backpedal. Okay, Mm -hmm. now without that voice, without that bravery. okay, we could bring it up. Joe Rogan could bring it up. Steven Crowder could bring it up. They ignore they ignore the the social media, the YouTubes. The mainstream doesn't even acknowledge we exist. So now without Tucker there, there is no dissenting voice. And they're going to be able to do whatever the hell they want to us. Watch this. And speaking of which, uh, in the chat, well, one of the uh, let me see. Somebody just mentioned uh, uh, they fired also or parted ways with conservative host Dan Bongino several times yep. with Fox News as well. So he was another voice that was pretty, pretty much more alternative is where I came across him at. But his platform outside of Fox is pretty large to where he's still going to be able to do what he's currently doing. But looks like Fox, you know, cut ties with him last week. So uh, definitely, definitely coordinated. You can, we can all see with all these strategically done events. These is all coordinated. And now it's a matter of now what? Because 
most people, especially Trump's fan base, the 74, how many ever million plus that have, you know, he's probably gained of uh, people who realize that we've been lied to for the last two, three plus years. And so now CNN and Fox shot themselves in the foot because nobody will really listen to them in the first place. So you're going to ultimately drive people to more alternative media sources. And so the question is, what's next for alternative media sources? And then that plays into that restrict act that came about yes. using yep. TikTok as a focal point, but it trickles down to all the other platforms. And then uh, let me just bring this on the screen real quick. Here is something that, you know, I, I'll just ran ramble through it real quick, but um, it talks about new proposals would let the government seize domain names. And so you guys familiar with ICANN, the, you know, internet corporation for assigning names and numbers. And so they are talking about trying to put some stuff forward where they, Make it make it hard for people to re up their, you know, what is it there? Every two or three years, you got to re register your domain name and stuff like that. And so they're making it hard for people to do that, or they're basically not allowing people to do it, given the government control to take over your dot com and dot nets. And I'm also, do you guys remember how ICANN, uh, which was based in the US, which is basically the, it's the key, it's the gateway to the entire internet protocol for the most part. How I, th I think it was mm -hmm. under Obama. On his way out, I think he signed off on sending that entire entity into Europe to Germany or something like that, making it a part of the UN or or something like that to where yeah, that was, was a part of the plan a long time ago as well. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, it was the EU, I think. It was some, it, the EU, I, I believe the EU as a body regulates ICANN now. Yeah. But more censorship via the Internet. And then it's going to trickle down into those privately owned companies, probably such as Rumble, as BitChute, all, all the alternative places where majority of the truth tellers have flocked to over the last couple of years. And so I, my opinion, that's next. So between now and the next it, it, between now and the presidential election, if we get to that point, expect more <laughs> events to occur that will shine a negative light on the pre on alternative media because they, they can't have that either, in my opinion. So we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, what really goes under the radar is I'm gonna throw it out there, Amazon books and stuff. Like if mm -hmm. a lot of people, I you know, I'm a this is an assumption of mine. Like everyone older than me uh grew up reading a lot more than those who are younger than me. Meaning, you know, seeing your dad reading the paper or your mom and granddad read the paper every day. Uh reading books was just common growing up. Now, I don't see that. If it's still happening, it's happening. Uh, mm -hmm. But who buys the majority of books? I would think it's, you know, uh, it, in the political realm anyway. It's going to be older people. And those older people may be the people who watch on the left, CNN, people who watch Fox on the right. Um, but even right now, Amazon is the main distributor of all books. Mm -hmm. And even there, right wing, what will be considered non-woke material? I don't even want to call it right wing material. Right. Non-woke material. Common sense. <laughs> yeah, common sense stuff is suppressed and woke stuff is elevated. This cannot be coincidental that that philosophy that you see in Amazon is the same philosophy that was used by Twitter before it was bought by Elon currently but facebook next door if you guys use that application like all this stuff leans left in narrative form and you so what's the end game here like well i believe they look the people who set up the federal reserve when they set it up knew one thing if they didn't know anything else fiat currency has to come to an end it's just a matter of when so mm -hmm. when they, they knew that back in 1913 when this thing started and let's just say 30 years ago, they were like, oh, it's coming to the end in my lifetime, right? Mm -hmm. How we, how do we get out of this without getting hung in the streets? So <laughs> they came up with, hey, although we already control the narrative now, we really got to lock this down. So when this thing falls off the rails, no one's going to look at the Fed. Right. Right. That's I think that's the sole purpose of all this stuff is for them for our currency to go to zero and for that Fed to survive it with a digital currency. 
And the only way I think they can get away with that is if you have everybody looking over there when when the real problem is over there and you create it. So, yeah, I, Tucker Carlson would have – you know, Tucker, he already started talking about the uh, dollar CBDC. losing his uh, status as a global – reserve currency he already started talking about that he what he brought up the cia killing kennedy right what that was yeah. on his show right it would and you notice no one complains about kennedy or the uh laura ingram nobody's complaining about them because they're just towing the line you're on exactly. the right stay there don mm-hmm. you know everybody else but don lemon stay on the left Stay there. Don Lemon, he's a liability anyway. But, you know, uh, Whoopi Goldberg and the crew, do what you do. Just stay in your lane, and we're going to tell you what to say, basically. Or at least we're not going to – there will be a producer in your ear telling you to shut up if you veer too far right or too far left. And Tucker Carlson was operating without an earpiece, basically. Or they all know their boundaries of which they cannot overstep. And so they know that you know, they, they can't go too far to the edge with things that is not pre-approved. So they'll stay with things that is more mainstream, things that steer towards that woke, you know, like we're going to just bash, you know, any form of truth. We're removing common sense from everything now. No critical thinking. And we'll just let the, the, the current trends be the primary focal points. And of course, it has to do with all the acronyms, LGBTQN, all that other stuff. Like that stuff is, is it's cool because it's approved. But yet, the closer you go to the boundaries, ah, we got a problem with that. And they all know they get they, they, they get paid to do what they're told to do. I mean, that's ultimately, that's ultimately how it goes. So you're not going to mess with it. You're not going to bite the hand that feeds you deliberately. You know what I'm saying? So, and what's the, yeah. watch this. Wasn't it? What? Wasn't get, Glenn Beck was on Fox as well, right? Yes. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to watch that. that that's remember, what that's what that's what kind of woke me up to a lot of stuff. Watching his diagrams, yep. he woke me up to a lot of yep. stuff. Yeah, yeah. He the founding the founding black fathers. If you guys can ever go find that on YouTube, that uh-huh. was my what you know that was my what moment. And <laughs> yeah, it was Glenn Beck, and then what a year later he's off, gone. Right, he was dropping oh, some yeah. truth bomb. Th- um, this is th- this is the whole thing, and. This it Andre and, and Mike too, you guys are absolutely right. This is all about the prescribed narrative. What is acceptable to to contemplate? What is acceptable to discuss in the halls of Congress? What is the, the acceptable to discuss around your dinner table? What are we going to prescribe the people as a conflict to have amongst themselves so they think they think that there are somehow moving the ball forward in this country when in actuality we're just in this pig pen, right? And now that you take Tucker off, they completely block out the alternative media, just completely silence them. Now what do you get? You get the prescribed narrative, and then you get the regime being able to say, hey, all the news, even Fox News says these people are radical. These are a bunch of radicals. They believe in sound money. They don't want to be enslaved. They think CBDCs are going to enslave us. These people are radicals. And then you get the full weight of the state put down upon us. And I said this in my video today, and Trump said this. They're not after me. I'm just in the way. They're after each and every one of us. Donald Trump, Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, uh, Dan Bongino. You could go down the entire list. These are the kulaks. These are the head peasants, right? And they stood in the way. It stood in the breach, protecting us. And now that Tucker is gone, that's that last piece off the chessboard. So now the mainstream, the mainstream is so homogenous and so sanitized that they can look to the alternative. They can look to us. They can look to Glenn Beck. They can look to Alex Jones. Look at Tucker in two years if he gets to speak, what he's going to say. And they can say, these are radicals. They can say the three of us are white nationalists. That go figure. They will say that though. They said it about Larry Elder. They'll say we're all white nationalists. They say we're all racist. We all hate the country, and we're trying to incite bank runs. How much easier now does it get for the normies in the police department, the justice department, the health department, whatever, whatever deep state department, 
to say, well, all the news is saying these people are radical. My bosses are saying they're radical. I guess it is justified to handcuff them and throw them in the back of the van, throw them on the train, take their guns away. That's exactly where we're headed. And Mm -hmm. I, I have always like aired in my head, like Tom, do I sound hyperbolic? No, this isn't hyperbolic. At what point? I don't want to be 80 years old, lying in bed, wishing that man in 2023, I could have really just said no and did something. I don't want to be that person. I really just want to exploit any opportunity at any point to just wake people up and just be like, listen, this isn't good guys. We are heading to the train cars. Yeah. Now I think, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, go ahead. I was, I was, I was going to veer off on a side note with some different dis- with some additional information that I didn't give you guys a heads up on, but it's relevant to this. But go ahead and finish your thought, and then I'll get into mine in a minute. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, people need to wake up, but people. The problem is, you know, people don't even know they're asleep. That's <laughs> that's that is truly the problem. And as I look back, like I'm getting a little older, and I look back at like people who are in their thirties, people who are in their twenties teenagers they live in a totally different america like they're looking into an america that's totally foreign from the america i was looking into when i was like 15 right Mm -hmm. the future for me the future of america was yeah we have racial problems and stuff like that but it it wasn't it was nothing like this and yeah you had the 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 red you know, the, the USSR or whatever, and you might get a nuclear bomb dropped on you. Don't worry, just hide under a desk. But nobody really <laughs> thought that was going to actually happen, right? Yeah. And we, we had superheroes. We had, you know, men. Masculinity wasn't toxic. Femininity wasn't masculine. It was just whatever happened for the past 100 years would continue to happen. But if you're 15 years old now and looking forward, Man, your best friend, Tommy, may be Michelle in a week. Like, mm-hmm. there's just, you you may not have a dollar, your dollar may be worthless, right? Mm-hmm. You may mm-hmm. not even be able to get a job at McDonald's because, you know, the McDonald's and the Burger Kings are automated now. So mm-hmm. people need to wake up first. <laughs> to some, I mean, they need to realize that they're asleep. And then yeah. wake up. I don't know if that it makes any sense, but it most people just don't even realize they're asleep. It makes sense, but at this point of the game, man, like you know, we're coming down, and you know, once again, they can always kick the can down the road, sure. But in general, we're coming down a home stretch to where, like, at this mo- at this point, most people they're so conditioned to believe one particular thing, and then on top of that, their own biases to where they wouldn't want to hear anything other than what supports their narrative or what they see at this present moment. And when they, that's usually when they look at that phone, if it's not in that phone in real time and somebody's tweeting and sharing and then they got no likes on it, it's probably not real. So I'm not going to mess with that. Anything that requires critical thinking, more than likely they're going to stay away from that. So that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. But real quick, what I wanted to share, um, there's a, a video clip that somebody shared on the Telegram page, and it has a lot to do with the overarching viewpoint of what we're talking about here. And so everything we talked about today are, you know, little curveball distractions they're throwing our way, trying to keep the narrative in control of everything. But at the end of everything, it's all about what all countries have agreed to work towards and sign up for. So I, I want to play this this little video clip by 50 seconds. So listen to it and then we'll share our thoughts on it. And uh, let me go from there. So give me one second. Let me grab this because it's uh, quite interesting. Let me share this video real quick. And it's very telling. So check this out. Let me see if I can make it bigger so you guys can see it. Uh, let me, or maybe I'm not. So I may not be able to do it the way I wanted to. Anyway, let me see if I can. There we go. I'm going to play it from here. Is it playing? Yeah, I can't hear it if it's playing. Can you hear us, Mike? 
I can hear you. I'll okay. repeat it. I'll repeat it if you can't hear it. No, we, we can yeah, hear can the hear clip. Uh, so it looks like, it looks like they said it's not playing. So forgive me. Forgive me. So anyway, so from that video there, it's 50 seconds long. And it's the, the, the director of the Better Better uh, Better Than Cash Alliance. And it's ultimately a World Economic Forum UN entity backed by the Bill Gates, Melinda Fund, all the big corporations. And the goal is to execute removing cash by 2030. And so she's saying that every single government on the planet has already signed up for it. And so it's their job to make sure they accomplish that. Because it's a part of the SDG, the Sustainable Development Goals. And so that's kind of where I was heading at, was just highlighting that everything that we're witnessing and experiencing in real time, some form of fashion, it can be equated to these 17 goals. So every area of our lives play into these 17 goals. And this is what they're selling us with on a, on, on a positive note. But if you take the reverse of all this, it's the part where they're removing freedoms and political structure, that pri- private partnership, private private public partnership stuff. And so the SDG UN agenda 2030 is what everything is heading towards. And so literally if it's 2023, their objective is to be complete by 2030. That means we got seven years of them trying to do all types of things to confuse us, distract us while they're step-by-step day by day, year by year, working towards their goal of accomplishing those 17 agendas. And so anyway, apologize for not being able to hear it, but. Sweet this is exactly why I think this whole Ukraine thing is highly suspect. I will not, mm-hmm. not go so far as it's fake because I would never want to disgrace anybody who's who's lost their lives. But what I'm saying is that it's highly freaking suspect mm-hmm. because this whole event creating them so many opportunities to bring in exactly what you were just talking about, all of these 2030 goals. Okay, mm-hmm. it, it's it's deindustrializing Europe and Germany. It, it's cutting off the natural gas. It's forcing all of these changes. It's allowing these governments to do these reckless things that are counterintuitive to the benefit of their their populace. That is why it seems highly suspect to me, especially when you get Klaus Santa Claus Schwab praising the Chinese model. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That's not, that's the, the, how the heck can you get the WEF and all of its goons and Henry Kissinger and Brzezinski would be there if he was still alive. How do you get them all together? Rah, 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 Ukraine. And then literally out to the other side of the mouth of Santa Claus Schwab, praise the Chinese model. This is absolutely ridiculous ridiculous i highly in my mind i believe that this is this is a grand global conspiracy mm-hmm. it's the united states russia and china funneling us all into this inner international like culture war crap and this petty debate and whatever while they are strip mining every resource putting in place every contingency and every plan to just completely take control of the world because this BRICS yeah. thing, like I've brought up before, I am sorry. It, it, there is no way on God's green earth that any of these BRICS leaders are going to back their currency by anything other than debt. They're not going to, to, to make themselves less, less powerful. That's stupid. I'm sorry. We don't live in a good, kind world. The world has always been at war. We, we, everybody has always been fighting each other. The BRICS isn't just going to come along and everything's going to be good and fair and, and free trade. No, this sounds to me like they're setting us up in this fake conflict between the USD and the BRICS because of Ukraine to put us all on. It seems wait, like you go from COVID to Ukraine. And then all of the pieces fall into place that you would need to have this thing happen. That mm-hmm. just seems way too coincidental to me. Right. And, and, and to speaking of it, just off, off topic, but in reference to what you said earlier, uh, Dre, about nuclear war and having people put their heads under the desk. I remember seeing a lot of those video footage, fire alarms go off, you put your head under your desk. And I'm thinking like that same level of thinking, you know, in a nuclear event, like you go a kid, put a kid under a desk, like, oh, okay. 
that that equates to the same level of stupidity, I think, now where you see people putting a mask on their face from a microscopical virus that, you know, if it's something out there for real, like, you know, if you can breathe air, it's it's in there. And to this day, you still see people at the stop sign yep. with their mask on. Yep. People so. at the beach by themselves with a mask on. I'm like, man, people are dumb. <laughs> hey, FYI, man, like, people are dumb. A person is smart. A person isn't. I'm never going to call a person dumb. But people, mm-hmm. that group of people, oh, man, they can be really dumb. And, and I said they're not wise. About, okay. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, you know, think going back to what we were talking about a little earlier about people being asleep and they need to wake up, they need to figure out somehow that they're asleep. I saw something the other day. I've seen it, I don't know how many times. It's in black and white. It's on YouTube and it's just some old guy who talks like an old white guy in the 40s and 50s. I wish I could do like a, a, a imitation of the, the mm-hmm. of those, you know, characters from back in the day. But he was saying back then how this starts with, uh the socialists and marxists changing the language yeah first all right that's that's step one of many like change the definition of words and language and i just in my lifetime i don't know yeah inflation the definition of inflation the dictionary definition of inflation hasn't changed has changed mm-hmm. sorry um now it's the result of inflation instead of actually inflating the monetary system the result mm-hmm. is price prices increase but I think one of the most important definitions that has changed is the definition of America. And that is, we keep calling it, I don't, but a lot of people keep calling it a democracy, especially the left. Mm-hmm. It's identified as a democracy. Well, we need to all push back on that as hard as we can. This is a constitutional republic. Mm-hmm. And, and correct people when they say, you know, this is a democracy and blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. This is a constitutional republic that is so vital, so important, because you have at least two generations under me who think this is just a democracy. Mm -hmm. And this is not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic. And everything that's great about this country is in those two words, constitutional republic. I just wanted to put that service announcement out there. Yeah, here's the thought. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was was just going to say when... Sorry, sorry. I was just going to say, when they say our democracy, they're literally talking about their democracy. The politicians, the (laughs) mediaites, their democracy. We're just in the way. Sure. Sure. Right. And then, of course, as time has gone on, I've heard so much about, you know, how just that little small region known as Washington, D.C., how that in of itself is the actual area that is labeled as, you know, the actual national federal government, because all the rest of the states in themselves are individual republics in and of themselves to where it's never really been fully unified to be even called the United States of America. So, you know, that goes down a rapid with the sovereign more sovereignty stuff and all that stuff that's has a lot of validity to it, but it's like, okay, you go too far with that, you know, you'll get canceled or the, or the tax man will knock on your door or something like that. <laughs> so I have to be careful with how far I go down that hole there, but you know, just so, so much of our history has been altered along the way with the definition yeah. and the narrative of things to where like it's so it's so it's so that diluted now i wouldn't even really know where to go get the absolute truth from just because it's been it's been a hundred plus years of them lying to us like how do we get back to finding some form of truth that would be the question archive.org is it archive.org archive.org yeah, yeah. and yeah i all my research comes from books written in the 1800s so and if, archive that today. We, like if you're talking about, I try and read uh, about a period from authors who lived in the period. So mm-hmm. if it's the Civil War, there was plenty of books written before the Civil War happened, right? Yeah, <laughs> plenty of books, and they're available online now for free. You know, so that's one place to start. Like I'm not listening to somebody who was born in 1980 tell me about what happened in the Civil War. Like you weren't there. I mean, I got. Plenty of direct sources, you know, books written in 1857 before the war, mm-hmm. 1877 after the war, you know. So mm-hmm. our, the source of information, I think more people need to be really uh, critical of where they're getting their new sources. And one thing I will say, 
just some advice. If you hear anybody tell you, oh, I read it, so therefore you don't have to. I read it, so you don't have to. Oh, no. Be very skeptical of that person. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no telling how much stuff they're going to uh, remove at, or twist or tweak to their own particular agenda. So. <laughs> But, but this I all know, gets man. back to the, the crux of it, like with the Tucker Carlson thing. This is the homogenization of information in the media. If if these people, the fact checkers, the mainstream, the New York Times, the paper of record, the, the, the gray lady, if these people, these exalted institutions, these exalted information warehouses, OK, have become so homogenized and corrupted and there's no one in on the inside to push back against it how does a nation deal with that when those same institutions are then saying everything alternative everything not us is somehow evil or racist or or criminal or whatever because like you were saying before mike with the i can seizing of domains that's what's coming next Especially with the bank failures, they're going to start saying, oh, you're talking about the banks. You're inciting a bank run. D- mm-hmm. bloop, gone. Done. It's going to happen. We, we are homogenizing information. It's wrong information. Then fact checkers are coming out and circling that information and saying, this is some good information, guys. Let's get this in you. It's it, absolutely insane. We're living in this weird loop of lie. It's like a, It's like that game telephone. I tell Andre uh, shoes and Andre tells Mike socks and then it goes down the line and somehow we're talking about Lamborghinis. It's, it's just absolutely nuts. I don't know how we get out of this loop. My, if I had one wish and I could do anything, I would break the internet. That would be it. No internet, no TV. Let's get back to basics. Yeah, yeah well, that, uh, that ain't gonna at a disadvantage, but in a good way, because you'll be forced to have to go back and actually open up a book for information and actually do some reading and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, but then again, like when yeah. it comes to labor in general, like everything is done through the internet, so logistically everything will come to a halt. So you're gonna have to provide for yourself. So it'd be literally like some mad, that'd be some mad Mac type stuff because everything Mac we do is yep. connected to the internet. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't yep. be mad at that either. I mean, it'll give our it'll give our future generations a chance at, at, at yeah. being able to do for themselves rather than have everything done for them. Especially heading into a chat well, GTP future. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always, you know, 10 years ago or whatnot, I, I was saying, you know, there's that bell curve, and at the tip of the bell curve, there'll be, like Mr. T said, a lot of pain um, where you get whatever is happening to America. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to get a, it's going to be a bloodbath, a lot of lives lost. That's what I was predicting, but I was also predicting that I'd be dead by the time that happened. But this mm-hmm. looks like this might happen this summer. And I ain't playing no <laughs> So whatever happens this summer, on the other side of that, I think is when we build this back. And I think what when we build it back up, I think we gotta get keep the basics. You know, if we constitutional republic, women are women, men are men, boys are boys, girls are girls. Uh, children are children. Like we don't even have children anymore, man. Like you get that's radical. Four year olds looking talking like they going to court or something. Like (laughs) so, we we that that innocence is gone, man. Like every just you got you're exposed to everything. Now I'm not gonna technology. You can't stop it. I know you can't (laughs) stop it. So I'm not gonna poo poo the fact that we got all the information in the world in the palm of my hand and so does a Mm -hmm. seven-year-old kid i don't Mm -hmm. think we'll ever go back to you know no internet because i think that that just i don't think that'll happen it happened temporarily maybe but i don't think it that horse has left the barn but Mm -hmm. there are certain things we've lost as a society uh the nuclear family appreciation for femininity appreciation for masculinity sound money uh community right the appreciation for labor physical labor protection responsibility these things on the other side of that bloodbath i think we got to remember that those things are very important when we start over mm-hmm. again <laughs> like so we so we will be considered the elders like we right. we will be the uh we will be the the wise sages of that of the of the rebuilding phase to where we will be the ones passing down knowledge on how and what life used to be like because 
the library is going to be scrubbed of all types of truth and everything between. And then here's another little comment here. Broadway Broker said that you know, the internet is our only freedom. And so think about all the information we have been able to gather because we've had yeah. access to the internet. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's that yep. plus and minus give or take to it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, what I agree with this comment. Org, man, is I've learned so much that just, you know, it started with Glenn Beck and that what you showed, uh, mm -hmm. Black Founding Fathers, man. I was mm -hmm. like, where is he getting this information from? Yeah, there you go. Like, where is he getting this information from? And a lot of that, like, yeah, professors on there and a lot of, you know, I got their books and in their citations, mm -hmm. you know, they were citing books that were written in 1800. I was like, well, hey, they're, they're on the Internet. And if it wasn't mm -hmm. for the Internet, I can't go to the Library of Congress and get the original book. Of, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> get one of these yeah. original books. So uh, you're right. The Internet is our freedom. Um, just hope more and more people uh, take advantage of that. See, yeah. I, I to that to that comment uh, to that um that viewer that internet is our only freedom it's mm -hmm. it's kind of like a double-edged sword though right because like would we be in this situation if we didn't have the internet at all because it's it seems to be the thing that's enslaving us that we're using to somehow fight back it seems like you're like you're you're grabbing a sword that someone's trying to throw at you and pushing it back as your hands are getting cut open that mm -hmm. that's how it's, I think it's it like fire because yeah, that too, like fire. Like you, you, you can use it, but you're gonna burn yourself also as it slowly gets bigger, and you try to, you try to use it to, you know, go against the enemy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you it, can I mean, exist without the internet. Like, I mean, you know, you got Amish people; they're doing what they've been doing for the past couple of hundred years. They mm -hmm. don't, I'm assuming they're not using the internet. Like, I don't, they don't have no OnlyFans pages filled with Amish women. So, you know, <laughs> yes, they, you can exist. <laughs> <laughs> you can oh. the internet. but life would get a lot harder and for the old sages of the future man I, I couldn't even tell anybody how to start a fire man i'm a city boy from detroit if this thing goes down i'm gonna be useless i'll just be talking can't tell you how to do anything i can tell you how to write a sentence that's about it but as far as building houses uh shelter uh you know stuff like that like stuff think about it stuff your grandpa father would do with mm -hmm. no hesitation because his father ha had to do it we don't do that no more man like no one does that milk, milk milk the cows milk the cows man i starve man go out there and kill a deer what <laughs> so I, i've gone fishing before so my father taught me how to you know catch and gut and cook a fish but it's right. been 30 years so right. i'm a little rusty but i remember right. Hey man, and that, if I'm killing a deer, I hit it with a car, man. I it's no way. <laughs> I saw someone do that <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday there was a dead deer on the side of the road, and I'm I'm driving. There's traffic. This car is parked over by like this little guardrail thing, and uh -huh. I'm the last car in the line of traffic. Light lets up. I pull through, and I'm slowing down. I'm like, what the heck is this guy doing? He pulls out into the road with his little pickup truck, like a Ford Ranger, like small truck. He's throwing this 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 road hit deer into the back of the truck, and I'm like, man, that's that's a smart guy. Right that was Hopefully, was it was it, was it was it fresh kill? Was it fresh? And I boy, like, did that's, he see it get hit? Or that boy sitting there for know. two that three days? My, that was my thought. I'm like, right. man, that's a smart dude. But I hope that thing wasn't laying there all day. It was warm out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Well, gentlemen, we are past an hour, man. Uh good good discussion, good laughs, and everything in between, man. So I appreciate you guys, man. We got the Broke Capitalist on YouTube as well at brokecapitalist.com and the coming conflict over on Rumble. And uh link information is in the description. Go check those guys out, show them some love. And uh other than that, gentlemen, as always, it's good. Give me a dry you got a book for us or what? Or are you gonna use arch.org uh, as a source? Uh that's that's yeah. Yeah, why not? Well, I'll say that. That should just keep that in your browser. Um, there's books. I mean, I can't like the old source I've gotten from there. I think a book was written in 1600s, man. So they got really they got it all there, uh, and they're free because they're in the public domain. So you can even download them yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're interested in old recipes, man, they got old recipe books there. They got books written by you know slaves. You know. I, I, Books written in the 1800s, it, it's a wealth of information. 
And yeah. you know, there's no political bias there unless it's a literal political book. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go back to, because I think I'm going a, I'm to a keep slamming this home, man, because some people younger than me have not realized an America without socialism and socialist policies and Marxism. So mm-hmm. Atlas Shrug, I'm going to say, say it again. It'll take you a while to get through it. Get it on Audible. But at a minimum, it shows you it does an A and B test, basically. What a capitalist society looks like, what a socialist society looks like, and you take them to the extremes, and one of them always ends bad. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 a, she, it's an awesome book. It was voted the number one book of the 20th century on I don't know how many different, um, uh, I don't know, lists. And then when America went broke, now you, I mean, whoa, you can't even mention the book without being called like a fascist or something. So that should tell yeah. you it's worth reading. <laughs> All right, Dan. Well, anyway, gentlemen, good stuff, man. Appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah, I'm sure next week will be a lot more things from here on out. There's going to be enough things to talk about. And of course, try to spin a little bit, makes, you know, get some laughter out of it. Can't just be all doom and gloom. Got to enjoy life as well. So, um, but uh, enjoy the rest of your day and weekend, fellow. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you guys later. Shalom. Right. Peace. God Peace. bless, guys.